0: Welcome to the Perfect Strangers podcast. I, of course, am your host, Furby Montano, otherwise known as Chubby Elvis. And I want to thank you for joining me today, as always. This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Discs. If you love music and the fun of swiping on Tinder without the disappointment, Discs is the app for you. Now, this is an app that curates playlists for you based on your Spotify history and your Spotify preferences, and it brings them up into these playlists. Now, in the playlist, you can choose to either swipe right to like it or swipe left to not like the song. All the ones you swipe right on, hey, they're going to put them into a playlist for you right on Spotify. It is the perfect way to find new music from artists that you love, artists that you may hate, and artists you've never heard of before. So download the app from the app store of your choice today. That is Discs with a Z at the end. D-I-S-C-Z. Discs. Okay, so today on the show, we have Emily Taylor. Now, Emily is someone who I found her TikToks, and she's hilarious. She does a lot of social commentary. She does a lot of stuff pertaining to her life in particular that I find very relatable. And she does a lot of it while crocheting. We had a great conversation. I enjoyed having her on the show. We had a lot in common, and it was great getting to know her kind of outside the videos, outside the likes. Emily is like super cool. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Emily Taylor. And again, thank you for listening. Hello, Emily. Nice to, uh, nice to formally meet you. How are you? Yeah. How's it going? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. How's, <laughs> how's, uh, how's Illinois? How, how is it today?
1: It's actually really decent. Um, we are, I think on like our third false spring. So the weather has been fantastic. It'll probably snow one more time. Um, but for right now it's great.
0: <laughs> that, that sounds a lot like New Mexico where I'm from. Uh, mm-hmm. we, we, we would have like, Hey, it's 75. All right. And then snow, 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 it's 75 again. <laughs>
1: That's wild. You don't
0: really think about snow in New Mexico, but. Yeah. So I'm from, uh, I'm from Santa Fe. So it's like the southernmost part of the Rockies. Um, Mm. So it's, it's, it's up there. Like it's actually a higher elevation than, uh, than Denver. Um, Denver is the mile high city. Santa Fe is about a mile and a half up. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Tons of skiing. Never say that in Denver though. Never bring that up because apparently they get very defensive.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. (laughs) They got to keep their crown very cool so
0: yeah thanks for uh coming on i'm happy we were able to to finally get this going um so i don't i don't know a whole lot about you if i'm being honest i've I've seen your videos and that's about it so uh, uh tell me a little bit about yourself kind of your, your
1: yeah
0: emily in a nutshell if you will
1: <laughs> sure um i oh god i don't yeah i live in Illinois. um i'm a divorced mom of one perfect human being Um, I, uh, crochet, which is how I kind of initially got into the TikTok world was like, I thought I was going to make all these cute slash hilarious TikTok crochet videos. And then I just kind of got consumed by, um, the lip syncing and the trends. And so, (laughs) yeah, um, yeah what else is interesting that's like as interesting as I am right there
0: <laughs> that's that's kind of uh, cool though I didn't I didn't know that uh I mean I I I don't know why I figured your last name was crochet because then your name is Emily crochet. Oh. So, oh well that would be cute though <laughs> yeah I I just kind of figured that was your last name I didn't realize that it started as a crochet channel that's awesome
1: yeah um,
0: how long yeah. have you been doing that for
1: uh really since I was in high school I took um like a blow-off class in high school that was like home economics where um yeah you like cooked three days a week just really basic meals and got to eat in class and um then you had to pick like a crafty skill to learn between like crocheting and sewing and knitting um and I just chose crochet by chance and I've just not really stopped ever doing it <laughs>
0: that's cool what What have you what have you crocheted like blankets or sweaters or what type of stuff yeah
1: kind of the, the typical like grandma stuff that you think about like <laughs> giant afghans and um i probably made like 20 hats for my daughter just because i have the yarn and so i do it um but also uh trying to be a little more i guess marketable uh making like crochet or um crop tops Cool. Um, and sweaters, yeah, things that people can actually wear, um, so that it's not just a wintertime hobby, and that there is a way to kind of market it throughout the year.
0: I've, I I wow. never even thought to to do anything but like warmth with crochets. That's, that's <laughs> pretty awesome. So what what's kind of the? I, I mean, I'm I know you get better as you go, but what's like the most challenging thing you you've done before?
1: Oh, um honestly making making things to fit other people okay um because i think that like that's why i don't like sewing because it's so tedious and specific and detailed um and my brain like i when i crochet i can just like be crocheting something and totally zoning out or watching like three seasons like binge watching a television show um but so, if, you know, if I make something for myself, like I can kind of eyeball it and like I know what I'm doing. But uh, when someone else asks for something, you know, in a specific size or fit, uh, that's pretty tough.
0: How did, how does that work? So um, do you have like any kind of background in like being a tailor or seamstress or anything like that to be able to do that? Um, no, no, I'm just winging it. <laughs> Fair enough. That hey, that that takes a lot more guts than I would have to do it. So that's pretty awesome. Oh, thanks. And uh, you said you have one child? Yes. Awesome. How old is your, uh, your daughter, son?
1: Daughter. She is six. Yeah. Very cool.
0: Yeah. she in school yet or is she still? Yeah, this is life? her
1: first year. She's in kindergarten. Um, So she's learning all those beautiful things that kids learn when they start public school. <laughs> like You're just <laughs> crossing your fingers. They don't come home with like potty mouths and talking about completely random things but
0: I was literally uh, gonna ask has she learned any new curse words since since being at school
1: uh, yeah so honestly I was just having this conversation actually with my brother the other day because he has a little girl that's even younger um and just kind of asking like where's where is she at on like repeating things that you guys say that you don't want her to repeat <laughs> I feel like We have just entered that phase. It's never really been a problem when my daughter was younger. But for whatever reason, uh, she just recently turned six. And that has apparently opened the floodgates. uh, And I have to be much more careful. (laughs) Um, Not that I just like constantly spit cuss words in front of her. But, you know, like you stub your toe or you drop something or you get frustrated. And yeah, she's... She's absorbing all that stuff like a sponge. So
0: I love it. I love <laughs> it when I see when I, I don't have kids. So I'm sure when I have kids, that'll be a different story. But I love seeing kids when they like, lack of a better term, just spew out like the most heinous curse words and just have this big smile on their face. Like, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and really, I mean, even before I ever had her, like my philosophy on when I had kids was always um, they're going to cuss. Um, but just like making sure that they cuss correctly. And so if you're going to drop an F bomb or call somebody a B, you better have a good reason and you better do it the right way.
0: (laughs) So so I need an example of that because I've never heard like a kid cuss in a weird way before. So what do you you mean curse correctly?
1: So so maybe, maybe if she gets a little older too, like right now, she just kind of says it because I say it. Um, but you know, I, I remember being a kid and at a certain age, like realizing cuss words were cuss words and people didn't want me to say them. Um, and so I might just say one like for reaction or for attention or whatever it was. Um, so rather than like that, let's not make it this like heinous taboo topic that you're not supposed to cuss, but like, are we allowed to cuss on here? Oh, of course. Say whatever you want. You're, you're perfectly <laughs> okay. fine. Okay. So, like, if a little girl in your class it comes up behind you and is like tugging on your pigtail, and you're like, "Look, bitch, leave me alone," like that's one thing. But don't just be out there like, "Bitch, this, bitch, that, bitch, bitch, bitch." You know. That's fair. That's fair. Like, have a meaning behind it.
0: See, I thought you were meaning meaning more stuff like like they say the wrong curse word like, ah, son of a fuck or son
1: of a shit or something like oh, yeah, that. that could <laughs> happen too yeah i know i'm okay with like creativity if they want to like mix and match but
0: so what what was your favorite curse word when you were a kid because i know i had one but what was yours um
1: well if you consider it one bastard
0: okay that's a good one that's yeah. that's one not a lot of kids use i feel that's that's an underappreciated curse
1: yeah um it was it was a curse word i didn't know was a curse word until i used it and right away somebody was like oh and then i i realized so then it was like oh i'm using this <laughs> like all the time <laughs> this works
0: <laughs> i used to say shite all the time because uh-huh. uh my teacher i had a teacher when i was like in third grade i had a really bad potty mouth so i was in trouble all the time for cursing so when i would say shite she wouldn't get mad at me so just from there on, I would say shite, shite, shite. And then that lasted into like young adulthood. And then I kind of grew out of it. But yeah, when I was a kid, everything, oh shite, shite. It's like
1: like just, category. just different enough that it's not <laughs> <laughs> quite a cuss
0: word, I guess. I did have one teacher one time call me out and I'd be like, you can't say that. I'm like, I didn't say a curse word. It's a made up word. It's not even in the dictionary.
1: <laughs> right. Bam.
0: I was also a little bit of an asshole when I was a kid. So there's that. <laughs>
1: i think a lot of kids are assholes honestly (laughs) i didn't realize how hard it was gonna be to have a kid until i had a kid and now i'm like okay one kid's good now
0: i'm curious what kind of asshole stuff has your kid done if you are cool talking about that
1: uh you know what she is such a beautiful little thing um really the stuff that she does it's just kind of it's being sassy uh and more like she thinks she's funny i don't i don't feel like she does things to anger people intentionally or like so not necessarily being an ass but like she thinks it's funny. Um, like she'll get sassy with me and want to talk about like how she's the boss in this house. And I'm going to listen to what she has to say. And I'm going to do this. this I'm like, okay, you obviously got this from someone like, (laughs) you don't just start calling yourself boss. Where's this coming from? Um, so just little things like that. But I mean, yeah, she's almost always like laughing at the same time. So I can kind of tell I guess if that makes sense, but is that like a hint um, of
0: truth to the to the joke? Probably.
1: <laughs> yeah, like that uh, what when people are being sarcastic but they mean every word. That's probably her. Were you were you kind of like that as a
0: kid or what were you like as a kid?
1: Um I was I was a pretty good kid. I was the kid uh, that could get away with a lot of stuff. Because the teacher, whoever, didn't expect me to be the one to do the bad thing. Because um, I I mean, I grew up in a really small town where everybody knew everybody. And so, you know, all my teachers, everybody that worked anywhere in town, like they all knew my mom. My mom had lived in that town since she was a kid. Um, so they all knew me to be you know, Janet's sweet little quiet daughter. Um but so I was able to use that um <laughs> as like a, a mask, I guess, or a a shield. Um no one expected me to be the kid to do anything wrong, which is kind of nice.
0: That's fair. I, I was actually pretty similar. Um I had so where I grew up it wasn't a small town, but it wasn't a big city either. There was probably about 50,000 people, roughly. Oh, <laughs>
1: um,
0: it, it's, it's, it's a decent-sized city, but, you know, in comparison yeah. to some, it's, you know, whatever.
1: Sure. Um,
0: but it's a very close-knit city. So, like, my dad, number one, my name's Furby. So, being named Furby and then your dad also being named Furby, you're not going to get away with a whole lot, you know, because mm-hmm. <laughs> people know that. Um, so, for me, I had a very innocent face. When I was a kid, like I looked very cute and like, I'm so sorry. I didn't do that. So I would cause a lot of shit and then I would deny, deny, deny. (laughs) So I I got away with a lot of stuff too, except for uh, my aunt was the only one that saw through it because my dad was the same way Uh apparently. So my aunt always was like, nope, I know you, you're being a little dick. Stop it.
1: (laughs) Were you a crier? Did you like cry to get out of trouble?
0: No, I was never a crier. Um, I was always a kid who was really good with words. So I was able to talk my way out of a lot of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, uh, honestly, I think I was just a very cute kid. So a lot of people didn't want to discipline me, if I'm being honest you know doesn't work so good when you're a 33 year old man by the way um yeah you could try that with a cop it doesn't work you can't you like, i'm so sorry officer they're like shut up (laughs) right yeah no fuck you you're going (laughs) exactly (laughs) so
1: uh i'm sorry
0: no 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 go ahead i'm sorry well
1: so were you did you have older siblings or were you like Uh, to be the cute one no. So I, am actually the
0: oldest. Um, I have one okay. biological sister and then one stepsister. Both are younger. Um, one I'm 33. Um, they probably don't want me to say their ages, but I'm going to, <laughs> um, my middle sister, she's 30. And then uh, my youngest sister is 27. Okay. How about you? Do you have siblings?
1: Uh, yeah, I have two older brothers. So, mm. um, yeah, being the baby helped. <laughs> I'm sure. With like the innocent thing. Yeah.
0: Being the baby, and I'm sure the only girl too. That that. Can yes.
1: Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: What What was it like having older siblings? I've never known what that's like.
1: Uh, you know, good. They were so they're six and eight years older than me. Um, And so I know, like, we've seen home videos and stuff of when I was like a baby and a toddler. I think like they kind of thought I was cute and it was fun having a little sister. But by the time I got to the age where like I could have played with them, um, it wasn't cool to play with me (laughs) because they were already in that cool dude age. Um, So I mean, a lot of like typical what you hear like bickering, um, Um, fighting. um, um, They made me tougher. I remember like kicking my oldest brother in the balls a couple times when he got on my nerves and, ouch. Uh, real, yeah, realizing like, oh, that's how that's how you get a dude. That's like, no, that, that is really not, take that, the is pride not away. How, that is not how you get a dude, Emily. No, no, but, no. Like get get back at a dude. <laughs> I, no, no, I, I like no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, also, so like being the youngest, though, um, I was also like our mom's informant. <laughs> Um so like sneaking around their rooms, like being aware of what they were doing that they were maybe not being honest about, uh, which also contributed to me being the sweet innocent one. Because if I'm like sharing what they're up to and I'm dishing the dirt, then like she's gonna deal with that and then all right, now I can scoop and do whatever I want to (laughs) do.
0: That's it. That that is triggered by anxiety. Interview over.
1: I want to
0: talk to your sisters. <laughs> yeah. No, so my youngest sister, she's my stepsister. We—I didn't meet her till she was already a little older. Um, I was like 15, and she was about nine or 10. Um, so I didn't have like the the child childhood with her. Um, I was already pretty well a teenager. Um, my other sister, she's three years younger than me, and she used to do stuff like that a lot. Like she would she would like spy on me and then be like, oh, "I saw you do this. I'm gonna tell dad." Mm-hmm. She try to hold it over my head until I realized like, if I just tell my parents before she does, she can't hold it over my head anymore. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that actually helped, uh, helped with the trust part with my parents when I was older, because I would just be like, Hey, I messed up. I don't want Jade to tell you. So I did this. Right. (laughs) That's pretty cool. So, um, you're, I take it you're from your, your hometown, correct?
1: Uh, I'm from, I'm from Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I live in Bloomington now, which is kind of you know, kind of in the middle right in the middle of the state. Um, it's college town. So there's a lot of, there's like three different um, colleges or universities right here. So we have a really big population of like young, annoying people <laughs> that make me hate going to places like Walmart and Target. Um, but otherwise it's, I think because of the big population, it's a very, uh, community focused area. There's a lot of support for like small businesses and locally owned stuff, which is cool. Um, just cause I didn't have that growing up. My, my small town hometown had like 3000 people. So oh, th- yeah, there was like nothing. <laughs> um, there were like 36 kids in my graduating class. Um, we didn't even have, we didn't even have a McDonald's until I'd already grown up and moved away. What? You wait, <laughs> yeah. wait.
0: They didn't have a McDonald's until you were an adult?
1: Yeah. Holy wow! We had a Dairy Queen. Okay, well, that's 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 important
0: though. I mean, you got to have a DQ.
1: We had a Dairy Queen, but yeah, we didn't we didn't have a McDonald's or anything like that until I moved away.
0: Dairy Queen, okay. Let's talk about Dairy Queen for a second. Perfect. I I lived in Texas for a long time. They're like a staple over there, right? Everyone loves Dairy Queen in Texas. When I moved to Louisiana, I didn't realize how much I would miss having a blizzard until I couldn't mm. have one. It was crazy. But mm-hmm. like, that's that's all that's like me on my soapbox about Dairy Queen. Like I appreciate it so much more now.
1: <laughs> it's a unique ice cream. It's a unique soft serve. What's your really- what's your go to there? Uh, if I'm going to go to Dairy Queen. So in the winter, it's the frozen hot chocolate. I've never had it. Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's amazing. Yeah. Um, in the summer, though, usually like an imminent Blizzard. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. What, so
0: a frozen hot chocolate. Explain that to me. Because that, that to me sounds like just chocolate milk. But it's not, right?
1: No, I mean, it's got... Uh, you know it's just like extra it's a little rich i guess okay you want to like i wouldn't want to get a large one it's like a, but it's a good treat Uh, And they put like whipped cream or whatever on top you know so it's like it's like you got like a mug of hot cocoa but it's frozen Hmm. i still can't wrap my head around this hold on there's like there's like ice cream in it that's
0: wild okay I'm, I'm trying to like sorry i know this is
1: like a long pause i'm trying to conceptualize it because i've heard they may be you live in florida right i live in florida yeah it may not even be a thing that they do in southern dairy queens like <laughs> since you don't get like the cold weather but maybe that's like a midwest trend it's very possible but you know, it's and, delicious
0: and highly florida, recommend yeah in florida they do some weird stuff here like they have like I would think there was more orange stuff. No, there's not a whole lot of orange stuff. It's a lot of lime. Like lime. Oh, yeah. And I I'm not a huge lime fan, so it's not great for me. But like my mom, when she was here last year, she went crazy, like, oh, this is so great. But yeah, you know, Flor Florida's a very interesting state, <laughs> to say the least. That's
1: a nice way to put it, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, ouch. No, I'm just <laughs> You know, I have a fiance downstairs who's from here. You want to tell her? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm sure she's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> no, the big the reason why I say Florida's interesting is everybody I know who is from Florida that still lives here does nothing but shit on Florida. It's mm. like it's the weirdest thing. Cause every other state I've been in, there's always like this point of pride, like, I'm from here, this is what we do. And here mm. it's like, Yeah, I'm from Florida. And then they're like
1: yeah <laughs> you know? well you kind of got a bad rap with the whole like the florida man thing you know yeah i thought,
0: <laughs> that, I thought that stuff was like few and far between absolutely not oh lord it is yeah. there's something about the heat here i think that just like kind of fries some people's brains if they're in it too long and it's just mm-hmm. like it's a different level of crazy here I've lived in Texas before. Texas has some crazies, but it is nothing compared to Florida.
1: Yeah, it's got to be hard to climb out from under that (laughs) because it was nonstop for a while.
0: Let's see. I'm going to I'm just going to put in random Florida man and see what comes up online, because these are like Florida man. That's all I put. Okay, so twenty-two hours ago, Florida man calls police to verify his meth is authentic.
1: Yeah, there you go. Yep. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Another Florida man arrested because he tells cops he was upset his dog ate his food at the beach.
1: I yeah, I would be upset too. I mean,
0: I'm I'm wondering why that. I hope he didn't do something to the dog, and that's why he got arrested. Oh no, he had 20 warrants out when he went to the police. God, dude. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like I'm I'm looking up headlines while we're on this call. No, No, he was turning himself in. Like that was the responsible thing to do. What is that what he was doing or was he just really genuinely upset like look man, my Jack Russell Terrier ate my hot dog and someone needs to
1: pay. (laughs) I'm high as fuck and all I want is a goddamn hot dog. but here I am. Come
0: get me. Yeah. Are you a, are you a food person? Like does food bring you happiness in life or are you just kind of what? Oh, for that?
1: sure. I love food. Okay, good. So
0: we can talk about foodie
1: stuff then. Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to prescribe to diet culture of any kind.
0: Amen. Thank you.
1: Food is glorious.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I've had to adjust it a little bit. I was diagnosed uh pre-diabetic a year ago, which I'm good now. I've lost some weight and I'm good now, but I've tried to like, modify some things because i'm not 20 anymore so sure my parents always told me eat sugar it's gonna catch up with you and i said no it won't and it did (laughs) so what's your favorite kind of food
1: oh man um all I, i like mexican food i like italian food i like uh thai food i like indian food I like French fries. I like potatoes. Okay, you might potatoes to in little... just about any form.
0: <laughs> who who has your favorite French fries? What's my
1: favorite French fries. Oh, either Wendy's. Wendy's is like my fast food French fry. Okay. Um, but for like a sit down French fry. I used to really like there's this barbecue place up here called Bandanas. I don't know if that's like a a thing. Um they have really good French fries. They have all really good side dishes. Okay. It's a it's bandanas barbecue. So barbecue is supposed to be like their thing. But the side dishes are where it's at. Bandanas barbecue. I gotta see what these
0: fries <laughs> look like. Hold on. Barbecue fries oh those do look good Kind of like that red basket oh yeah those yeah if you can tell i haven't had lunch yet so i'm like
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm food focused right now well it's the basket too it's like the service because like eating french fries out of that basket that's different man it hits different Yeah, yeah when when you can put okay so
0: i'm i'm a big believer in like even salt distribution in french fries mm-hmm. so when you have it in a basket you can put salt on them and every fry gets it not just the mm. top that's always my biggest complaint with fast food fries if i can't throw them in a bag and then just shake up the salt it's yeah it's not even worth it to me
1: yeah let's say I'm, a, I'm like a modest salter like i do not like mcdonald's french fries really like, no. I've
0: heard a lot of people say this from I love McDonald's fries, but tell tell me what's what's your
1: what's your take on that? I gotta know. They they taste like paper, oh. like salted paper.
0: <laughs> okay. That's that's it's it's okay to be wrong every now and then. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Um I also so I really like since I thought about it, uh red robin. You have red robin? Yeah, red robin has great fries. Okay. Red robin fries with the campfire sauce though. See, I'm not a big sauce person, just in general. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't like ketchup or anything, but that campfire sauce—that's like mm.
0: the the only thing I I really like is like sriracha and mm. maybe like a hot barbecue sauce. But that's about it for me. Like, mm. I, I just like eating whatever the the actual flavor of whatever is. Uh, sauce yeah. is kind of mute it for me. Do you like yeah. mustard though? No. Good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy someone else doesn't like it.
1: Yeah, mustard is disgusting. It's like pure vinegar, right? Like it's just Yes. Mm. I also I don't like any of the salads that are not actually salads. Like right? potato salad or macaroni uh, salad. Okay. Coleslaw. Like, oh coleslaw. So
0: I will say coleslaw if it's done right, it's really good. But it's done right like four percent of the time. Other than that, yeah. it's disgusting. <laughs> so <laughs> My uh, my soon-to-be mother-in-law, she, for whatever reason, hates mayonnaise, right? Like, just despises mayonnaise. Every time we go somewhere, she tells people I'm allergic to mayonnaise, so if it even touches my food, I'm <laughs> sending it back. Like, she's that level, right? So uh, one day, we go out to eat, and they bring out this uh, fish dip. It's like fish, and it has a oh, ton of mayonnaise in it. Like, It's mm-hmm. basically like 95% mayonnaise. And she didn't realize it. So she's there, like, just scooping with a cracker, eating it. She eats, like, the majority of the bowl. Just, this is so good. And me, my fiance, and her dad are like, are we going to tell her? (laughs) (laughs) And to this day, she still denies that she liked it (laughs) when we bring it up.
1: It was well diluted,
0: I guess. (laughs) That's the thing. It wasn't even diluted. It tasted like, like hardcore mayonnaise with fish. And she loved it. I mean, (laughs) what do you do with that situation? It had just been so long. Do you remember Wendy's French fries like back in the day, like before they changed them to the ones they have now? They were different. Yeah. Those were my favorite French fries ever. Oh, really? Yeah, I loved them. Mm. They were like, they they were good because you could get the frosty and actually like get frosty on it without it like falling over. yeah
1: yeah so that's a thing that i realized as an adult that's not very good
0: <laughs> like, the, really you don't like the frosty and fries
1: no i mean we used to do that all the time as kids yeah you did the fries and the frosty but man i've tried to do that as an adult and i'm just like <laughs> like what problem. was wrong with me <laughs>
0: <laughs> i mean i i wonder now if I would if I would still enjoy that, had I not done it when I was a kid, because I think it's like yeah. a nostalgia taste for me. But
1: yeah, I, don't know. I still love it. I think it's delicious. <laughs> I mean, it, again, it's okay to be wrong sometimes. So we're like, we're okay. no, I'm
0: I'm happy that you're seeing that because you know you are so wrong in this situation. <laughs> I'm kidding. I can. I can.
1: All right, I'm over too. It's okay. It's okay.
0: <laughs> Bring this back around. <laughs> Hey, you're, you're two for two in your mind. That's all that matters. (laughs) So I I do want to ask you about your TikToks because I, I really like your, the way that you go about making them. And they're kind of not all over the place, but there are a lot of different things kind of like mine. And I dig that. So kind of what's your, do you ever like think about them going into it or do you just kind of do it spur of the moment?
1: Um, I think more often than not, it's spur of the moment. Um, I know the the thing is supposed to be to find your niche or whatever. Um, And originally, you know, like I said, that was going to (laughs) be crocheting stuff, but uh, then I was just like, Oh, there's this whole universe of random videos and lip syncing. And um, so it's usually, it's just kind of spur of the moment. And it's when I have a couple hours uh, that either, you know, my daughter's in school and, um, I'm not working or I can take time away from work and I just make like as many as I can <laughs> in that two hours and then just kind of trying to spread them out. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's like, okay, I have the opportunity right now. What can I do? Um, cause I'm constantly going through and saving just like dozens of dozens of hilarious sounds and things that i see on there and then thinking like "Oh, i'm gonna come up with something to do come up with something to do um yeah it really it ends up being very uh impromptu a little scatterbrained
0: <laughs> see, those are my favorite ones to follow like i love yours because they're all over the place and i have <laughs> severe add so unless it's like Very like niche, like the the woman who cleans people's graves and tells the story. I can watch that for hours. But aside from that, if I'm on someone's page, I'm like, yeah, I want to see a lot of different stuff, or I'm going to get bored really fast. Yeah, I like yours a lot.
1: Yeah, and I really like I I try to only make the shorter. I think I have a couple that are longer, but I try to stick to like 10 seconds or less because I know that's what I watch. Because again, like ADD, I'm I'm not tuning in for like a YouTube video here. (laughs) (laughs) just make me laugh make me laugh right now that's what i want to see
0: is that is so hard to do too like make something funny in just a few seconds that is so hard to do yeah so there was another one you did where you were talking about having pockets i wanted to (laughs) talk about that because so explain this to me because i've never actually talked to anyone about this but i know that women like i know that most of your stuff doesn't have pockets right
1: Sure. Well, yeah, I mean, I think for a long time, you know, if we if I had dates and research prepared here um, for a long time. Yeah. Women's clothing just didn't have pockets, (laughs) Um, which I guess is probably why the purse was invented. And we were expected to like haul all this shit around all the time. Um, But yeah, and even for a long time, things like dresses and skirts never had pockets. And so that that's what it was. I believe oh it was my onesie my onesie onesie had pockets um so yeah just I don't know the development of like oh we can put pockets on women's clothing too or we could put full-size pockets on women's clothing too um like why did it take that long as a society why did it take that long
0: I actually just looked it up. Um apparently back in the day women were meant to look pretty and smooth and pockets just spoiled the outline is what I'm reading here.
1: That's some dumbass.
0: Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I I kind of figured that was why. I mean I mean it's I think it's pretty easy to figure. Pockets aren't sexy. Yeah, pockets aren't sexy. I don't if you've ever seen Jenko jeans, you will notice that pockets are not sexy. <clears throat>
1: Um, jeans are a really good example. Um, because as a man who's, I assume mainly worn men's jeans in your lifetime, um, okay. Uh, your pockets, you've probably always been able to like, you know, if you wanted to put your hand in your pocket, fit it, put your phone in your pocket, put your wallet in your pocket, keys, like literally anything. And, you know, you go to like a trendy women's clothing store and you try to buy some jeans, and the pockets are like this big. And I'm like, what the fuck am I gonna put in there?
0: That's so weird.
1: Like, either give me like a pocket, or don't. <laughs> but don't give me this.
0: Like, I don't. I don't even understand like why that would go through someone's. head. I mean, I. I guess I do because it's an awful outdated thing but that's that's so wild that that's still a thing now like oh, yeah. was, like that's so wild to me because it granted i'm i'm very not necessarily ignorant i try my best to you know learn about women's issues i talk to my fiance all the time but there's so many things i wouldn't even think of like pockets in jeans that's just it's like so what simple. it's just a simple thing to ask for So how excited are you when you do find somewhere like something that has pockets and you like it? I'm definitely more
1: likely to purchase. (laughs) There's
0: see capitalism, right? There's an idea. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, and for me, like, so it's partially, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think all people need pockets. Um, But for me, it's like when I'm buying clothes that I would wear to work. Um, Because part of my my actual, like, real life adult job um, is going out to other people's homes and being inside other people's homes. And, like, I don't want to take a bunch of shit in there with me because you never know what's going to happen in somebody else's house. Um, So, if I can find, like, cute work clothes that also have pockets so I can just keep my essentials directly on my body, just in case I need to, like, then I can.
0: Fair, that's very fair. Do you mind me asking what you do for work?
1: Um, I work in foster care. Okay, that's fair.
0: How how was uh, how did you get into that? I've never met anyone who's been into foster care.
1: Oh, um, actually, I kind of just stumbled. <laughs> um, I had I went to school, I went to college um, for a completely unrelated major. Uh, my major was Parks and Recreation. Um, which in the state of Illinois has no money, well, at least around the time I got out of school and I was looking for jobs. Um, Illinois had no money, Parks and Rec had no money. Uh, so I took a job I could get, um, which was uh, not foster care, but working with youth that were in care um, on like life skills and, you know, just daily living and whatnot. Um, and so I've been doing some form of that for like 12 years now. Awesome.
0: Yeah. That's, that's a
1: it just kind of happened.
0: I mean, that's an interesting field to, to fall into for sure. Cause I'm sure you see a lot of good things and bad things in that.
1: For sure. Yeah. There's, there's dark days and then there's extremely rewarding days. So
0: And what, uh, what made you want to go to school for parks and rec? Like what, what, what exactly
1: were you trying to do with that?
0: I had no idea.
1: Okay. Um, I was a, well, honestly, I changed my major a couple of times. Um, but I was that senior in high school that had no idea. Um, again, really small town. There was no like kind of job coaching or job prep or anything It was just, okay, you graduated. Now you should go to college and you should pick a major and decide what career you're going to have forever. And yeah, I I literally had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, And so I started as a communications major, having no idea what that really meant or what I would do with that. Um, And then switched to elementary education, Um, because I had had jobs in high school like working with kids and enjoyed that Um, but then once I was in the elementary education program realized kids are assholes and I don't want to be responsible for an entire classroom of assholes Uh, so I changed my major again to parks and rec Um, it just it it seemed desirable. It was fun. Um, I took a class where literally every week we were doing some different kind of adventure. Um, we learned to rock climb one week. We went caving one week. We went canoeing on a lake for a week. Like those, and that was my classes. Like, how are you going to say no to that? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done nothing with it. So it's gotten me
0: nowhere, but it was very enjoyable. I hey, don't, don't worry about that. I, I was a music major and now I'm a salesperson. So same there you thing.
1: go. Yeah.
0: I was, I was the same way. I had no idea what I wanted to do out of high school. And, um, I decided to go the journalism route because I was convinced I'm going to be the next ESPN anchor. Oh, so, sure. yeah. You know, 18. Of course, it's going to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I went to school for journalism and I realized this sucks. This is really <laughs> boring. <laughs> and it never even crossed my mind to change majors. I just kind of stopped going to class and uh, got kicked out of school. So then I had to go like the work route before eventually uh, going to a music school. And then at that point I was like, oh, I'm going to be, you know, professional musician, rock star, blah, blah, blah. And then graduated oh, yeah. school and that's not happening. So, <laughs> um, so I hear you just kind of falling into something. It's uh, it's kind of wild yeah. how, how life works out that way. Yeah.
1: What was your like dream music? If you could perform with like any band, past or present? Ooh, good question. Um probably George Strait
0: okay always wanted to play for George Strait when I was a kid um I grew up in a very like country music heavy household and my parents divorced when I was five and uh I bounced around house to house every week and um Mm -hmm. the only two constants I had this is getting kind of dark or kind of deep sorry but uh, the only two constants I really had in my life was my CDs and my sister. Um, aside from that, I had rules changing every week, parents changing every week. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, George Strait was the one CD, that, or excuse me, cassette tape at the time that I had that was like, I listened to all the time. So when I heard like the song Heartland, I would like, even now I hear it and it's hard for me to not tear up playing it just because it's like, takes me back to being a little kid and like, being Mm -hmm. in my room just like all right I love this song like I may not enjoy what's going on in my life right now but I do enjoy the shit out of this song so so George Strait would probably okay I'm sorry I'm kind of (laughs) cool am sorry it's like your little escape it's cool no uh, music music's always been an escape for me like it's always had that effect on me and like even now um if I'm like folding laundry or whatever, I have to have music going. Um, Just I can't, I can't not, I can't watch TV and do stuff. Like it has to be like music and thinking about it and Hmm. what have you. I annoy the shit out of my fiance because we'll be listening to something and I'm constantly like, oh, he's doing this and that. Oh, he's doing that and that, like trying to analyze it. She's like, can't you just listen to a fucking song? (laughs) (laughs) Just enjoy it. Just soak it in speaking of music i remember you uh you had posted something about i don't even remember the festival now but it was some festival in ohio oh, oh incarceration incarceration that's the one
1: yeah
0: so talk to me what what's how do you like those bands what's <laughs> up i, I got to know cuz i've been that
1: <laughs> i've been like all
0: the for lack of a better term the butt rock also so yeah
1: it. it's like the uh divorced dad that still has all his old affliction t-shirts that's right Mecca concert. Affliction and jorts. (laughs) Affliction
0: and jorts. That's what this is for. Uh
1: yeah. So I mean there are like I'm not gonna lie, there's some bands on there that I would get down to go see. Um but yeah it's also just the most hilarious grouping. Um and I'd be a little afraid of I guess what the majority of the population is going to be at that. Um, like are we look are we looking at a lot of red hats or oh a hundred percent. I would I
0: would imagine they're not gonna let you in if you don't have a red hat on. Yeah, like that's, that's gonna be that's a problem. problem. I think you I can't have fit a red that hat. Red hat and a jean vest. That's that's a prerequisite. Like you can't not have one of those two. <laughs> I actually do have a friend who's uh who's playing on saturday in that show oh really yeah he's he's in a band called farewell to fear um okay i think they're one of the like lower down their bands but yeah he's he's playing there he's the drummer for that band so
1: that's cool shout out John. i mean everybody talks about it like it's a re- i mean it's a really fun show the thing that i think is coolest is just that it's on the prison grounds oh i didn't know that really yeah, that's why they call it... Well, so it's ink because there's also the tattoo portion of it. Right. Um, But incarceration because it's right there on the prison uh, ground. Yeah, okay. Ohio State Reformatory. Okay. I, and it's I supposed to be that. like super haunted and you can take tours while you're there. Yeah,
0: that's kind of cool.
1: Yeah. Are you going to go? I don't know, man. That red hat <laughs> thing. Like, that's the thing. That red hat thing.
0: <laughs> here's, the, here's the thing. So I obviously Florida. And then I also lived in Louisiana when uh, the 2016 election was happening. And when all that unfolded, mm-hmm. um, I can tell you like the red hat people that I've been around. Once you get past, like if you just ignore the, yeah, if you just ignore it, then they're cool after that for the most part, or, or like maybe it's different too. Cause I'm, I'm a six, three guy who can mm. <laughs> intimidate people a little bit, but yeah. um <laughs> Also, like if if like they tr- start to bring it up, I just go, yeah, you know, we're probably not going to agree on this, and then just move on. That's that's always my favorite one to
1: go to, and if they keep on, I just walk away. <laughs> I know, I'm I i do not know. I'm a pretty chill person, but I maybe don't have that same level of chill.
0: So how how do you how do you handle it? I'm curious.
1: Uh, I I mean I I know that there's no point in arguing uh with this population because neither of us are going to change the other person's mind um neither of us are gonna come to our senses um but i i just can't help the opportunity to just try to understand i guess um I mean, like even at work, I have plenty of situations uh, where, you know, I'm face-to-face with a person. Uh, It actually, example, um, just a few months ago, I was meeting with someone through work that was talking to me about their kiddos and how um, their kiddos had started asking questions about politics and, you know, what does all this stuff mean? What does it mean, Democrat, Republican, liberal, all that um and he said that he told her there's two parties basically that's all you need to know there's two parties and one of them believes in killing babies and the other one doesn't <laughs>
0: that's i mean that's that's I, that's rational
1: i mean <laughs> thank you my mouth shut um and i mean i think politely let him know that well hey i mean you and i like i've been working with you for a while like do you think i'm a shitty person Because you 100% just grouped me in a group of people that like to kill babies. (laughs) That's tough. That's tough. I know. And that's definitely not the person I am. And I wouldn't think that you would think that about me. Um, So in that scenario, we did get to have a fairly healthy conversation of just understanding each other's viewpoints. But again... Neither of us changing how the other feels or changing what we think about it. I
0: I I hear you. And I love that you actually had a conversation about it because that's so let me back up. That's what's <laughs> missing in a lot of a lot of those discussions because so much of it is online, right? Yeah. And, and I think it's so weird that the majority of our interactions with people these days is through like a screen and literally reading because mm-hmm. there's so much that's left out and context and like social cues body language play mm-hmm. probably more than our words like because i could tell you here and now like oh i killed the baby and you know that i'm joking the way that i said it right, right. like right. it's a horrific thing to say but if i just <laughs> type that you have no idea how i meant that yeah right? so i think it's so wild that like the majority of our conversations are done with absolutely zero context. We have to assume the other person's intent. And then so many, so often, and at least I don't know about you, I don't want to speak for you or anyone else, but for me, like my preconceived, preconceived notion of these people, just based off of like a picture that I see is usually how I take however they said, and that could be the exact opposite of what they meant. Sure. So it's, it's so it's so nice when you can actually talk to someone about like, hey, look, I know you think we're all baby killers, but I'm not. And like, I'm a human being. Can we like talk about it and see that we're right. like, we have way more in common than we don't. you know?" Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. But I don't know. Po- politics are weird these days just because social media has played into such a just it brings out the worst in people in so many ways. Mm-hmm. It's just it's sad.
1: Well, it's another politic, you know, like they would say, like politics and religion and what, those are all the things that like our generation, we weren't taught how to talk about when we were younger and now, yeah, geez, everything is on social media. And so, yeah, you got your keyboard warriors, (laughs) that like think they're big baddies. Um, It actually, it wasn't too long ago. I don't remember what TikTok it was that I posted, but it, I'm sure it had some kind of political undertone. Um, and I was embarrassed, uh, at the direction that the comment section on it went because, you know, there was inevitably someone that commented that did not agree with me, um, which whatever, uh, but so some other, you know, one or two other people then were like firing back at her and they were just kind of, you know, the keyboard thing, just going back and forth to the point that these people, the people that I shared political view with started attacking um, this other woman for her baby that she lost. Like, like, I guess she had posted a TikTok about her loss. And um, I, I honestly don't even know if it was like a miscarriage or she had a young child that passed away, but like attacking her for that. And making jokes about her deceased child and I'm just like this child has nothing to do with the topic at hand how did we get so far into the just hate I mean if
0: it's on a thread that I started and it starts going down that route I just delete my comment yeah I turned it off after that I was like
1: this is no that's (laughs) I'm not being a party to this
0: like, it's amazing the levels some people will stoop to and the shit they'll say when they don't have to look that person in the face. Mm-hmm. Like, like some people say some things online that, like, dude, you would get punched in the face so hard for saying that to oh, yeah. someone's face. Like, oh, yeah, it's it's amazing. I I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I've never done it because, but you know, around the time of the the whole Trump election, I got wrapped up in it too, and I was you know throwing haymakers at family members and you know people that I've known forever and then at the end of the day I'm like dude I know this person though like I I know them as a human being and yeah they don't really agree with me politically but I do know they're a good person mm. um, And that, that was when I when I saw myself starting to do it to like like starting to have those thoughts about my own mom and my mom is is also very left-leaning but when she would say some things and I would be like no you fucking and then I'm like wait that's your mom dude what are you doing like what's going on? And then I had to like take a step back. Like, okay, you need to control yourself for a second because th- this is you. This isn't them putting this in your brain. This is you. You're you're putting the shit in your own head, and yeah. you're the one who's reacting. You can't control what they say, but you can control how you react. It's true. That was that was uh it was a hard. I also didn't have a job at the time, so that that was part of it too. Is I uh, I had literally nothing better to do at the time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> getting fights on the internet. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was it was a very unhealthy time for me. So let me just put it that way. So now that the political discussion is out of the way, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can't you can't go anywhere without having that discussion. Yeah, I know. Time. It's just the
1: times we live in.
0: Unfortunately, yeah, and the the things that are politicized is so weird, mm-hmm. like so like the most trivial shit would be politicized now. it's like I'm pretty sure if like I had this pen and I said something like Hillary Clinton used this pen all of a sudden, that would spark a huge debate on the internet,
1: but her emails
0: <laughs> <laughs> she she write her emails with that pen about Benghazi, like, oh my God, shut up, Yep. So what what's the uh what's it like in your area is it like kind of red hat leaning or a little more open
1: or um it's a it's a mix um i feel like i i intentionally surround myself with uh people that are more like-minded um but just yeah community-wise there's a pretty decent mix in this area um of honestly people that uh, probably fall under the red hat category just by um, like generation just being that old school traditional generation um, that doesn't like change or doesn't like new information Um, it's it's a lot more evenly mixed here where I live now I lived in southern Illinois uh, for I don't know, like ten years. Um, and down there, it is it is deep red. <laughs> um, I was definitely outnumbered anywhere I went. Uh, Cause yeah, it, it's very heavy red down there. Um, everybody down there hates, yeah, you know, hates Biden, hates um, our governor, <laughs> hates blame Chicago for every election that ever happens. Because Chicago is predominantly blue. Sure. Um, every once in a while, you hear the kind of the red population of Southern Illinois will uh, speak up and say we need to break off and make our own state. Chicago's oh, ruining the whole state.
0: Let's succeed. Make Southern Illinois like, a thing. Yeah.
1: Deuces. Y'all go have fun. <laughs>
0: I remember when people in Texas were wanting to secede to start their own country, make Texas its own country. I was like, you have no idea what the implications no. are be. Stop it. You do not want that. <laughs> no. Like this is a state that primarily runs on oil and the military. And both of those are gone. So <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's interesting here in Florida cause it's so Orlando in particular in central Florida, it's, A lot of people who are not from this area that live here so it's a lot of people from the northeast a lot of people from other parts of the south that move here for disney world Mm. you have a huge like wide sweeping array of people like where it goes from super liberal you know what have you and then to like everything the left does is completely wrong and it's you can see that in one 7 you know, what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a, it's a wild place and it's also super immigrant heavy. Um, and uh, you know, like Cubans tend to be a lot more um, conservative where Puerto Ricans tend to be a lot more. I know Puerto Ricans aren't immigrants, but uh, they tend to be a lot more liberals. So there's a lot of, you know, contention even between like the Hispanic community here. And it's, it's yeah. so weird to me. I've never lived anywhere like this before. Yeah. Oof. Well, believe it or not, we're actually coming up on an hour. Hey, I know. That's we made it. It feels (laughs) like it's flown by. I've really enjoyed talking to you. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Do you want to kind of tell people where they can find you online, if you would like to, or not if you don't want to?
1: Um. Sure. Uh. So yeah my my TikTok is Emily Taylor Crochet. Um, It's pretty much (laughs) where I do stuff. You find me making a real ass of myself. I I enjoy them.
0: I don't think you make an ass of yourself at all. I (laughs) I enjoy watching it. When I see yours pop up, I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to be entertained for a few seconds. Here we go. (laughs) That's very kind. I'm going to learn. I'm on pocket talk now. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Hey, Emily, thank you so much for joining, uh, and taking some time out of your day. Um, I would love to have you back on at some point and, um, Yeah. Just, just thank you again. This was great. Okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening.